I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Morachain Ladrodin would be horrified by swearing. So you know we're gonna do it. There is some, uh, there is some comments that you might be worried about. Do not listen around small children or the elderly. I'm Brittany. And I'm Goodwin. And today we're reading chapter 13 of Cold Fire. Grab your cup of coffee. Or tea. Or your drink of choice. And let's leave space for Sithuthan. Chapter 13 of Cold Fire opens with Daja and Nia debating their feelings about Morachain. Shortly thereafter, Daja finishes her gloves and brings them to Ben. Ben goes into the kitchen to test them in the big kitchen fire, and Daja takes another look at his knickknacks and discovers among them a Yorguri pendant, just like the one that the maid that helped her in the last fire was wearing. Jory is ready for the next step in meditation, which is pulling her power in inside herself. She's worried that she's moving slowly, but Daja reassures her. Frost joins Daja when she meditates with Nia and congratulates her on her teaching. Daja talks to Ben again, and they argue about Morachain. Then she dreams about the hand on Ben's shelf attacking her. Daja measures Ben for a suit, and he asks her about Haludasalt's investigation. Frostpine walks in while she's measuring him. The two men size each other up, and after Ben leaves, Frostpine warns Daja about the hot goss about her and Ben. Frostpine determines Daja has a head on her shoulders and they go to the kitchen to eat pastries. Part one of our three-step reading process is reading like a novice. This is where we talk about what we liked and didn't like about the chapter. Can we talk about how Frostpine basically was like, y'all leave room for Jesus now? (laughs) Because that is my favorite, just in general. 
I just really enjoy the tension between him and Ben in that scene. And I do not feel that tension coming from, I'm worried about what you're going to do to my girl. He's very suspicious of Ben. He's like, "Mm, I don't know why I don't trust you yet, but I don't trust you. Hmm. The quote is, I don't think he's interested in your body or your heart, but Daja, something's not right there. I don't know what it is, but it worries me. The man is correct. The he's got, man He's knows. got a nose like Indy or Brittany. I've been reading this book. I know who the <laughs> arsonist is. Yes. I love that, like, Frostpine just walks in and is like, yeah, so. Uh, I, I don't think I met you. Uh, I don't think I we talked a lot. She loved it when she created something people could use, not just admire. This is why I make all of my quilts on my sewing machine. They look slightly less nice, um, particularly the uh, the binding. If you hand sew the binding, it comes out prettier. But if you machine sew the binding, it is sturdier. If I'm going to make a quilt, I want people to be able to use it. I love that. Uh, I, I also like that. When she goes to visit Ben... The text says Ben disposed of her outerwear. And I just thought it was a funny word choice because it sounds like he takes her jacket and throws it in the trash. Straight in the garbage. This is not acceptable in my house. There you present to these rags to me on this day. This is the chapter in which Morris Chain tries to be Jewish. If wood is good enough for the neighbors, it's good enough for us. So it reminds me of this this thing in Judaism where if you are wealthy and you are like bringing somebody a, a fruit basket or something after somebody's died, you are not supposed to bring like the really, really fancy stuff, even if you can afford it, because it will make other gift givers feel bad that they cannot live up to the same. I get this impression that she was like, no, I ain't going to gentrify the neighborhood, even if I can. Good for you, Maura Jane. I appreciate that. Interesting. One good thing. I'll give her that. Okay. 999,999 bad things to go. <laughs> <laughs> that seems careless. Magic so often is. Mm-hmm. I think that's bullshit, frankly. This whole mage uh, system is bad, and I don't like it, and I think there should be more fucking people that know what they're doing telling the people that don't know what they're doing how to do it. I get why it's kind of good to have new people experience how to teach, but like I feel that there needs to be a little more curriculum besides, oh, we'll find them a teacher that knows what they're doing and meditation. You know me, I love the government. I love government telling us what to do, right? But I feel like there should be a little more help for the people that are learning how to do stuff. There should be a little bit more structure and resources available. Resources, yes, yes. I usually agree with Goodwin. But this time, I'm going to have to say I don't agree. Betrayal. (laughs) I do like the phrasing, though. That's so careless. Magic so often is. It is careless. But incredibly messy. If you have someone to help you teach, every student learns differently. So if you have someone over your shoulder telling you, oh, no, you should do it this way. Yeah, it might be good for one of the students that they had. But this is a different person. So they might learn a completely different way. Learning how to teach somebody, it's going to be different for every single student that you have. So one way that you teach one student, it might have worked really great for that student. But 
that might not work for your other students. If she would have had Frostpine there the whole time telling her how to do things, then she may have not come to the conclusion of doing two separate things for Nia and Jory. So yes, it's messy. Yes, it sh they should probably try to give like a curriculum of, hey, this is some of the things that you should be doing to teach. But they're full ass mages, like Molly has said previously. They have the tools and experience to be able to figure out how to teach these people. Yes, it's gonna be messy at first on how to teach them, but they're gonna learn as they go on how best to teach each student, I feel anyway. Yes, 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 yes. Everybody learns different and everybody teaches different. Mm -hmm. The American school system is so fucked that we treat Fuck. every student exactly the same and expect them to learn the exact same way. And if they don't learn that exact way, well, they're just lazy or they're stupid. I know the way that kids are being taught, like math, for example. Some of the examples of math are different from the way that we were taught it. I know like trying to help Steven's daughter when she was still in school she would be like hey how do you do this and she's like oh no we have to do it this way why does it matter which way we do it as long as we get a, the right answer like it doesn't make sense to me just because we're taught this way doesn't mean that we have to learn this way especially if there's a different way that makes more sense for a different student education is something that like i feel very passionately about because when we took away honors classes and introduced no child left behind i will silently see about this until i die you stunt the people with a much more independent learning process by forcing them to follow the same steps as everybody else and they get bored and their grades suffer because they're bored and they don't want to fucking do anything because they're bored. I might know this from personal fucking experience. Molly, Bad. please weigh in on this because I know you've been wanting to. The thing is that seems careless. Magic so often is. I just really like that exchange. And as we've seen, magic is very, very messy. And uh, like nature, doesn't really give a shit about what you want out of it. But since Goodwin brought it up, okay, <laughs> uh, I agree that they need more resources. Young teachers, uh, new teachers in this world, I would agree, need more resources. Because, you know, we talked about Briar. He finds out Evie has magic. We said part of the reason that Rosethorn just kind of says, oh, well, you have to figure it out is because if he hadn't been with her, more commonly what happens, you just kind of have to figure it out. You go, oh, shit, this person has magic. I'm aware of it. Probably most other people aren't. And I need to make sure that they get taken care of one way or another, whether that's me training them, whether that's me getting them to a teacher, whatever that is. But that can be a lot of work to find out where is a nearby teacher, yada, yada, yada. There needs to be some kind of resources so he can go, oh, the water temple's over there. Let me talk to them. They can point me in the right direction so that there's kind of a place that you can go to get started. Not Maybe necessarily like a directory, just... like all the mages are listed in a book or something. Okay, there's a <laughs> yeah. plant mage in this place. There's a water mage here. There's a healing mage over here. Like, write down locations of every single mage, keep a, like, log of all the mages yeah. and what they do so you can go and 
spin that person in the right direction. Actually, this is getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. I am all about conferences. Teachers have conferences that we go to to learn new techniques and even just like meet other people who are in similar situations and encouraging mages to go to these things and have talks at these conferences where you talk about teaching styles, how to teach different things. Sandry can show up at the conference with Pasco and be like, hey, dance magic, it's a thing. And just kind of help get, help the world get to learn broader things. Now, the reason that I say we're getting ahead of ourselves is we're actually going to see a little bit of that in Shatterglass. Some of these resources might exist and we're just not really aware of them because we don't really see enough of the world. I disagree that they, there needs to be more structure because sometimes structure can really get in the way. My first year of teaching, I had to go to a lot, a lot, a lot of professional development sessions just because it was my first year of teaching. Most of them were garbage. And then I had to like write, not like full papers on them, but like I had to write, do little write-ups on them about, I learned blah, blah, blah at this. And I literally at some point just emailed somebody and was like, I cannot write to you what I learned because the only thing I can tell you that I learned is that the person who presented this is an asshole. This was an absolute waste of my time. I don't think that they necessarily need more structure, but just having more resources available, making sure that people know that those resources are readily available and kind and doing things to encourage communication between mages about the subject of teaching and so forth. Part of that is I think when somebody is a student, it's important for them to learn with multiple teachers. And we see that with the four kids. Like we see that very specifically with Daja, even though she is a fully accredited mage, she's still traveling with Frostpine, not just because she's young, but he wants her to learn from different people. He's making sure that she gets those different experiences because it goes back to this thing that we talked about a few seasons ago. When you are a student, you learn a lot about teaching just by being a student. He kind of talks about this. Frostpine says like, you have to fumble your way through it. And like, that's so true because no matter how many classes and conferences and whatever you do, nothing prepares you for being a teacher until you're actually doing it. And that's what I love about back several chapters ago when Oakbourne is like, yeah, yeah, we all feel that way because every student feels like your first student, which is why you need conferences and communication with other people because sometimes you just need to be like, I have no idea what I'm doing. But if you have those channels open, then you can tell somebody, I have no idea what I'm doing. And they can go, oh, you know, I tried this thing. Maybe that'll... I, I think my main thing was that, like, if Daja had not had that one training with Skyfire about, like, the kind of combat yeah. meditation, she wouldn't have had any idea what to do, which would yeah. have been rough. So, yeah. More, so that ties back into being taught by multiple different teachers. The other thing that I wrote about this was depending on your context in the United States when you are training to be a teacher you have to do some kind of student teaching experience so you're not yet a teacher and you're kind of teaching with another teacher the way that this works I don't know if that's necessarily always possible because what it really is is when you become an accredited mage 
you are now responsible for making sure that if you find somebody else who has magic, that they get taken care of one way or another. And they're not just left alone like Triss to go blow shit up. Depending on where you learn and when you get accredited and stuff, you might not necessarily have an opportunity to do any kind of student teaching. But it could be beneficial in a place like Winding Circle to have people who are approaching their mage credentials to do things where they're starting to teach younger people. Granted, I think that would have been difficult to do with these four kids because they're little kids. A novice coming in is not going to be like, oh, yes, I want to learn from the 13-year-old. I got one more. Daja says about Ben, surely he's owed something for all he's paid out. What a good dude. What a fine gentleman. I love the double meaning there. Yeah. Especially because Daja comes from trader culture and debts are this very important metaphorical concept for her. Yes, I know that here she's like, oh, he deserves something good because he's done so many good things. But like the beautiful phrasing here, she's absolutely correct. Someone vaguely mentioned the knickknack shelf, how it just hates Daja. There's a little bit before that of what if it had come from Ben's dead wife? She shook her head. Where had such a gruesome imagining come from? That was more the kind of nonsensical thing that Sandry or Triss might think. Something very wrong with Ben for him to keep his dead wife's hand. We've been saying this since the fucking get-go. It's her hand! He's a fucking creep! Serial killer shit. The interaction between uh, Daja and Jory. Jory being kind of insecure where she's just like yeah Nia's doing so well and I'm not as good and like we've seen the other side of that where Nia was like I'm not doing as good as Jory as these things and that makes me have feelings conversation with Tarad and Daja where he talks about the uh, 12 year old boy Daja mentioning when she was nine she had seen a fire setter burned alive. This is a terrifying thing. These people are very aware of how horrible this is. You know, they say an eye for an eye makes the whole world go blind, but it's like blood of the covenant. People forget that last part of that very important saying. Don't burn people alive. That's terrible. Horrible way to go. Fire for a fire makes the whole world crispy. Yes. <laughs> Too early, too cold, and that girl is much too wide awake at that hour. Me, dealing with literally anyone. Interaction, particularly of when Daja's like, does she ever say anything good about you or to you? Immediately after Ben just being like, it's a strange friendship we have, isn't it, motherfucker? She's a child. Ben says, well, that's the magistrate's people for you, all eager to get information and entirely mysterious about what they do with it. So we have all of these people that have been talking to the magistrate and talking to them about the fires and like all of the stuff that's going on. And like it's a bunch of smoke and mirrors behind what they're doing with this information. The fucking parallels with real life, all of these allegations, all of this information, but we don't see anything come to fruition i love the the imagery of this like we 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 talk about how daja is a phenomenal smith mage i took shop class so i know how to weld so the line she didn't know what it was but she could feel it like a faulty weld i understand that analogy way too well you just know you just know when you're learning to weld you will fuck up and so you will see these these faults and 
when you when you make your first like beautiful your first beautiful bead like that is the oh, yeah. most like satisfying but like to get there you have to see where you fuck up along the way looking at other people's work see where there's that little bit of fault Daja talking about the boy talking about the boy who walked her to the more private areas and mm. stole kisses mm. and frostbite being like the hell are you what you doing where'd you come from where are you gonna know all with my daughter you? <laughs> <laughs> what you doing my friend where do you live what are your friends and family's names never saw him again <laughs> Frostpine praising uh, Daja. Ben being like, oh, you're not going to help? Like, oh, she's, she'll figure it out. She made a mis- miscalculation. She figured it out. She can do it. Let's just see what she can do. Yeah, she made a mistake with a brand new form of material and the magics required. And then she figured it out. Yeah, it's all good. The whole rumor of Morichain, like, spreading around. That's gross. That's yeah. so gross. That, that would I be mean, like, some... Like, it makes sense from a cultural standpoint. This is not a new thing. Even in history, like, we've seen people of a younger age, like women and girls specifically, of younger ages being married off to older men. Because at a point, the life expectancy of a woman was not really much past childbirth. You had an heir from a 15-year-old and the 15-year-old died. Well, you could get another 15-year-old wife. Maybe she'll make it to 16. Are we really that surprised? Because Morchain basically accused Daja of sleeping with Frostpine to get her a medallion in the first place. Yeah. So are we really surprised that she'd be like, She's just trying to with my son so she could be with the rich man and get his yeah. money. Like, she doesn't need his money. Well-established mage that can create all kinds of crazy things. Kind of like Briar. He is, has no want for money. She probably has no want for money either. And she's well off already. She doesn't need a rich man to take care of her. You have these people who have nothing else to do in their life other than to make drama and more chains. And that's that's their whole life is they just like to cause mischief and drama and makes people's lives hell. Early 30s is not old. It sure isn't. (laughs) We are... We are middle-aged, but that does not mean we are old. We are not old until we hit 60. Old is relative. I I also do like just this little bit of wisdom drop that Frostpine gives that I think we all need to take take to heart here. When I find someone to share my bed, I try to ensure that no one gets hurt or lied to. It's another kind of friendship, though not what I'd recommend to someone just beginning to find out what love is. You you want to be friends with the person that you're getting it on with. Yeah. Like, you want to be friends with them, especially if you fully intend to marry this person and make your life, even if you don't want to marry them and you just want to live in sin for your whole life, that's fine. (laughs) Just make sure that you're friends, above all. I tell Steven everything. So if somebody tells me, don't tell anybody anything, he's off limits. I tell him everything, even if they say, don't tell him. For us being like, I don't know what's wrong with this man, but there's something wrong with this man. And Daja being like yeah there's something wrong with this man like i kind of feel it too but uh baby he's told you figure it out honey but she's in that position where like she doesn't want to know she knows it's coming but she's trying to prolong it 
I don't like Triss with the her book. And she didn't want to believe that about her cousin. Yep. Yeah. When he's pouring her tea to be a good host and his hands are trembling because he's so eager to try the gloves. I get that way. <laughs> all the time. Like, I'm so excited about stuff. Like, I'm going to pretend to be like, oh, I see you. Like, but I'll, I'll try to be nice and like ask you how your day is. But I'm really like, okay, get to the point. I want to talk about this one thing. Or like, you're going to, you told me you're going to give me something, but I don't want to be rude and be like, give it to me right now. Like, I'm going to spend some time with you first and like get the niceties out of the way. Like, okay, now, now the thing, now the thing. Give me the present. (laughs) I'm glad I'm not the only person like that. I guess this isn't really a like, it's just something that I wanted to bring up. She, was she looking at the little knickknacks on his shelf or whatever? I think she's starting to figure out stuff, hopefully. She's not wanting to think this about him. But uh, she sees that there's new items on the shelf. And she's like, I thought he told me that he only collected things from fires if they went well. And there's these new things on here. And she's like, in his shoes, she would be happy never to be reminded of those fires. Where she been, the boarding house and the Jostarak fires would look like personal failures. The confectioner shop when his raw firefighters had done so poorly, would be maddening. And yet he has little trinkets from eat all three of those fires. And so it, she's like, I don't understand why you're doing this. It's kind of weird, dude. She does kind of bring in afterwards that it could just be something that he learned from him. He is doing some Olympic level mental gymnastics yeah i know she's in for a world of hurt and i'm not ready i know i keep saying that but i'm not ready it's gonna be so sad she's measuring ben we already talked about uh always the last moment you want your old teacher walking in but the next line is dodge jumped at the unexpected sound of his voice and barely very nearly measured ben in an area that would shock them both (laughs) like that's funny. Uh, my last one is when Dodge is picking on Frostbind. He's talking about how uh, Ben is, and the rumor going around about her and Ben and that she wants to marry him or whatever. And uh, he tells her, you're wise for your age, but you aren't experienced in what goes on between men and women. And Dodge is like, well, you have too much experience. And <laughs> poking fun at him. And he does not deny it. He's like, I do have experience. You're right. I've heard no complaints about my conduct. Just ask on Yusa. Let's go to the kitchen right now. She says yes. she's making pastries. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Lord. Brittany, you brought this up. But uh, Ben is excited, like a like a kid with a new toy, ready to, to play with the gloves and put them on and smack the fire around. I also wrote down, oh, no, the trophies have grown in number. That's bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's bad. This is fucking creepy. It's not it's not good. No good. Boy, I wish I remember what the actual quote was. But I wrote down, don't believe in yourself. Believe in the me who believes in you, which I think was relevant to something someone said at some point. But it's also an anime quote. So I, I wrote that down. Goodwin and his philosophers. No, it sucked that Morachain blames Ben for the death of his own family. That's pretty fucked. She's not the nicest or person. Or is it? I, I, I'm dun, assuming dun, it dun. wasn't intentional. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. How would you like to look 5 years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking 5 years younger at 6 months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Part two of our three-step reading process is reading like a dedicate. This is where we look for a theme or a message in the chapter. My theme was unease. Frostpine's got it, and Daja's got it, and she don't want to admit it, but it's there. This is going to be a rough final final couple of chapters. Mine, mine is very similar. Uh, I put down suspicion because Tarad feels it towards Ben. Like, mm. it ain't right. Something's wrong with that boy. He can just cl- clearly, his crusade against fire, it's a bit excessive. Also got more chains spreading these rumors about Dodge's intentions. Like she's trying to protect Ben in a way because she's suspicious of Daja. But it's such a sick, twisted way to try to get that across to everyone else in town that she's, you know, trying to steal him away. Same with Frostpine. He can clearly tell something is very wrong with Ben but he can't really put a finger on it. Of course, Daja is getting closer to the truth. She's getting a clearer view that he's fucked up. And she's still making excuses, but I don't see that lasting much longer. Mine was the same as you guys's. My brain just goes to that one specific scene, and Brittany, you will be familiar with this. Penny is talking to Billy. She's like, he seems like a kind of a weird guy. Trust your instincts. (laughs) Wait, what is that from? 
Talk to horrible sing-along block. Part three of our three-step reading process is reading like a mage. This is where we use the text to craft magic in our own lives. What magic were you able to craft out of this chapter? Mine was trust your instincts. Clearly, I, I remember hearing or watching a YouTube video because that's all I fucking do nowadays um, about how you can sometimes get vibes from someone and it's essentially like a form of mind reading. Your brain will pick up on subconscious cues that someone else puts off and it will translate it into you being uncomfortable or something feeling off or something something isn't right. It's just your body picking up on these subtle cues from someone or something around you that isn't right. And it's telling you that there is potential danger in the area and you need to be acutely aware of that. You need to be paying attention to that because it's someone could have bad intentions towards you. And you don't pick that up externally, but your brain is like telling you, hey, something's not right. Hey, 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 pay attention. Something's not right. Get the fuck out of here. Like, you need to be, I won't say hyper aware, but if your gut's telling you something, it's probably a really good chance that it's true that you should pay attention to it because we are finely tuned machines with hundreds of thousands of, you know, years of evolution. And if, you know, we learned anything from our ape ancestors and, you know, they're saying, hey, something ain't right. You should probably listen to it. I'm going to build on that because I wrote get a second opinion or share your opinion with somebody you can trust because Daja's already feeling it. But she's also got people around her who are feeling that. And if she needs to be having this discussion, even if you're not sure or you find yourself kind of trying to convince yourself otherwise, it can help to just like talk it out with somebody. That reminds me of a quote uh, by Ian Fleming. Once is happenstance, twice is coincidence, three times is enemy action. If multiple people are telling you the same thing about a person, it's quite possibly true. Mine is... Don't compare yourself with other people. Jory is feeling outshined by Nia, I guess. Nia's learning at a lot faster pace than Jory is. I know I do this to myself quite a bit. I look at other people like, oh, they seem like they have their shit together. They're doing things that I feel like I should be doing already, but I haven't come to that stage in my life. And what is wrong with me that I'm not doing these things? And just people get to different experiences at different times. And even if I don't get to said experience, then that doesn't mean that there's something wrong with me. So I need to stop comparing myself with other people. I'm just fine the way I am. Yes. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. I'm pretty fond of you. Appreciate it. I'm pretty fond of you as well. <laughs> well, since none of y'all took either of mine, here we go. I had, I had a lot of self-reflecting this week. Watch what you say in anger, specifically when Daja pretty much yells at Ben, does she ever have anything good to say of you? And then immediately apologizes. You can get mad on somebody's behalf and goddamn my good at getting mad on other people's behalf. It might not be your place to say something. It might not be your place to bring it up. And I am horrible about holding my tongue when I see what I feel as a slight or an injustice against someone that I care about. I'll beat somebody's ass. I'm not fucking scared. I need to learn to like dial back the crazy just a little bit. Maybe don't go off the handle, put the claws away. <laughs> don't, don't be so angry all the time. 
something like that. And the other one, which I feel I tried to do this week, I'm not entirely sure it went well. Take a step back, reassess, think about everything that's going on, and then make an action. When you're in the heat of a moment, you will react on instinct. And it doesn't matter if it's when you're in a fight with someone and you say something that you know is going to hurt them. And you know it's going to hurt them. And you don't mean it. But you know it's going to hurt them. And you say it. And you can't take that shit back. Because it hurts. And there's damage done. No matter how many times you say, I'm sorry and I don't mean it. Take a step back. Go, hey, give me five minutes. Let me go breathe. Let me go, like, collect myself. And then we can have a conversation about this. I'm still bad about it. This is something I've tried to do. Um, Something that, like, anger management kind of tries to teach you is, hey, take a step back. Take a deep breath walk away if you have to it's not worth saying something in the moment that's gonna hurt somebody that you can't take back no matter if you mean it or not at the end of our episodes we like to read an excerpt from the upcoming chapter this is an excerpt from chapter 14 of cold fire i saw the gloves here haluda explained You smith mages, you'd no more start a fire to destroy than you would beat a dog to make him vicious. Either I am well past my game and I never spotted you as a danger or something you made left the mark of your magic on the furnace door. If that piece hadn't blown clear, we might never have picked up the trace of your power, of your gloves used by the person you made them for. No, Daja said woodenly. She refused to believe it. I began to wonder at Josserick House, Haluda continued, her voice inflexible. The fire that came after Ladradin was slighted by the island's council. Burning one of their houses, we would have questioned Ladradin at the very least. He was careful. Burning the home of one of their mistresses. Tricky thinking. In my work, coincidences are suspicious. And Ladradin said he agreed with you that the fires were being set. He had to say that because you had already told me. Otherwise, I doubt he'd have drawn the magistrate's attention to it. Ladradin knows every inch of the city. He had the governor's leave to explore as he trained his brigades. And after a long summer with no big fires, a Ladradin warehouse burns. The Basnuiz mages slipped up there. They should have questioned him, and they didn't. So much didn't make sense, Daja thought. That collection of blackened, foul mementos. Someone tired of being ignored, he'd said during a very odd conversation. Are you giving up on me? He'd asked. I won't believe it, she insisted, trying to sound forceful. He's a hero. He'd never burn a house full of people because he was angry with someone barely connected to them. I'm thinking as he thinks, Haluda replied gently. You learn how to do that. You've been at this as long as I have. Don't look at him as a friend. Look at him for who he is. Morachain Ladradin's son. Killers like Bennett, They're sad when they're little, when someone knocks them about like toys, but not when they grow up. The only way we learn how adults act is from the adults who raise us. The children of monsters become monstrous too. She leaned forward and held Daja's eyes with her own as she took one of Daja's hands in her dry ones. Morachain was fined 10 times by the island council for beating servants. Her younger sons fled the city as soon as they were able. Her husband dying young, probably shrieked to death, and Bennett, the first time in his life he got kindness and attention was when his family died in an accidental fire. 
The second time was when people he trained saved lives in another fire. And so it goes, burning after burning. People are saved. Houses are saved. Councils hear him with respect. He isn't Mora Chain Ladradin's idiot burden of a son. She called him that in front of a room full of people. He isn't that when something burns, except he does his job too well. He's gotten rid of too many fire hazards. People get accustomed to his work and the number of big fires drops off. Respect, attention, he only gets those if the fires get worse. If there are no fires, well, if he starts one and saves everybody, there's no harm done, practically. So he sets a big fire, then a bigger fire next time, then a bigger one. People die, and he is given a tool that will let him shape huge fires. Haluta stopped. Fumbling in a pocket, she pulled out a handkerchief and thrust it at Daja. Only then did Daja realize that tears ran down her face in steady streams. You don't know, she whispered. Even in her own ears, she sounded weak. I think I do, Haluta replied quietly. She pointed to the twisted iron handle. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me he didn't use your gloves to pitch something loaded with black powder boom dust into the furnace, something to protect the boom dust for half an hour or so. When the morning's business started, his creation exploded, taking the entire furnace with it. 33 dead right now from the bathhouse and the homes around it that burned. 68 are in hospitals all around the city. Some won't live. It's his handiwork, isn't it? She leaned back in her chair and laced her hands over her stomach. He's my friend, Daja told her. He's the fire's friend, was the brutal reply. It's the only thing he loves. Reading Circle Temple is produced by us, Molly, Brittany, Indy, and Goodwin. If you like the show, tell your friends about us. If you don't like the show, tell your enemies. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Or tell us what you think by emailing us at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com. Find all of our episodes at readingcircletemple.com and find more sound clips by following the Reading Circle Temple on SoundCloud. Never miss a post by following Reading Circle on Tumblr. You can also follow Reading Circle Temple on Facebook and join the Reading Circle Temple Facebook group. See our cats by following Reading Circle Temple on Instagram. Or you can tweet at us at Reading Temple. A special thanks to Yellow is for Happy for our artwork. If you like their art, follow Yellows for Happy Draws on Tumblr and Shannon and Draws on Instagram. Another special thanks to Brittany's brother, Thomas Dick, for our music. Find more of his music by following Thomas Dick on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing The Circle of Magic, and thanks to you for listening. Let's all have coffee next week. I'm done talking. Talking. Topping. <laughs> I'm just going to shut up now. You're done tapping, huh? She's she's all well, bottomed out now. No. <laughs> no, I'm not doing any of that. I'm not sharing my bed with anybody except for my cat. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.